Welcome to the place where we take a look at this nutty adventure they call life. The things we can learn, the things we refuse to learn, and some of the goofy shit that happens along the way. My name is Shay Edmonds, and I'll be your host. The Holy Hell Ride starts now. Today's the day, people. Today, we finally get to talk about sex. But what about sex? Because sex is a freaking huge topic. Well, today, Marnie Neer is going to walk us through how to have a tough conversation around sex. Like, maybe you accidentally slept with half of your graduating class and you need to come clean about it. Or maybe it's always been a fantasy of yours to have your partner shove a lamp up your ass in the heat of the moment. And look, I'm not here to judge. I'm just saying maybe that's your fantasy. But then again, maybe your fantasy is to not have your partner shove a lamp up your ass and you need to have that conversation as well. I really think my point is that conversations around sex can get tricky and we get scared and nervous and weird around it and we don't have to. And Marnie's going to help walk us through those conversations, including like maybe we need to sleep with our partner in order to keep our relationship healthy. If you're not familiar with Marnie Near, she's an expert coach with the Handel Group. She's funny as fuck, and she just says it straight. So she's kind of like a modern-day Dr. Ruth, if you remember her. Dr. Ruth Vestheimer or Westheimer or something. I don't know. Obviously, I don't research this shit. And there's obviously a reason why she went by Dr. Ruth with no last name. I would say the biggest difference between Dr. Ruth and Marnie is Marnie's not 4,000 years old. She's funny, and I don't think she's a doctor. So maybe they're not that similar. Anyway, hold on to your pantyhose, or maybe let go of your pantyhose, and let's jump into the conversation with Marnie. I'm hoping you can definitely give some insight into the psyche and and why people hide sex from their partners, their friends, society in general, I think. And why is it such a taboo topic? Well, it's, I mean, it's funny that I'm like the the person you're asking, because, you know, I'd probably writing and working with my sister, Lauren, on the on the Handel Method and writing the chapter in our interview love course that there's a chapter on awkward. It's called awkward and just how awkward we are about sex because you can't talk about finding love or sustaining love without having a conversation about sex and wondering and questioning why most of us are we're so uptight about it. Like from the get go, right? Like we really do send our clients to go like talk to your parents about sex, like really go like the reverse. (laughs) That is so scary. (laughs) Like the the reverse birds and the bees conversation. Like, you know, was it really your parents that were so fucking awkward or is it you or is it both, right? Because it's not like your parents aren't having sex or didn't used to have sex or didn't do drugs or didn't like, you know, I mean, of course there's some, but why are we so weird? And, And I'm like myself included, when we really did in Interview Love, we have a scale of like, how free are you about sex and talking about it? And like a five is like fully free. You like, you know what I mean? You don't even have to like hide your drawer of toys and you could talk (laughs) freely to your kids about it. And who gives a fuck, right? Right, And And then where do I fall on that? And I'm like, you know, I'm so middle ground. Like I've gotten so much better, right? But I'm like so a funny person to like be the expert here. The only reason why I'm like a good expert is because I, I am open about my lack of openness. 
<laughs> yeah. Like I really, I like recently on my community call had this woman Frida Hobbs on to talk about sex toys and gels and all everything you like you could imagine. And I met her truly because I never like at, at my friend's campaigns. Uh, Frida used to lead workshops, and I never went to them. <laughs> well, well, why did you not go there? I like avoided them. I was like, I'm an expert at this camp. I don't want everyone, anyone to know that like I like don't own a vibrator or I like it really was kind of a funny thing yeah. until fi- until finally I fessed to her that that I didn't have one, right? Like, and I was like, I swear I was one of the only people in camp that didn't have a vibrator. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck is my problem? Right. And and I really my excuse was I've got a man. <laughs> Like, why do I need one? That's bizarre because, like, why not? <laughs> well, like, yeah, no, tell me why. Why is that weird? And, like, isn't that like it was a very awkward moment for me? Why wouldn't I just go play? Why wouldn't I explore? Why don't I care? Why was it so, like, no thank you for me? Right? And awkward for me. And in that moment, I was like, fuck it. Like, let me order one. I was like, what? And I have a friend, my friend Tammy, who like always talks about hers. So, I, so it was like that, that Harry met Sally moment of like, give me one of hers. Like, yeah, give me, exactly. Give me, give me the bunny. What's the bunny she always talks yeah. about? Frida. And so that's what I ordered. And then, like, as the method always works, is doing something you're uncomfortable with, avoiding, always makes you proud. So it made me so proud. And then last time on the community call, Frida came again, and she was talking about different sort of gels and this, and what was CBD infused. And my daughter was on the call too, and it was really cute because she, like, her eyes, of course, perked up with the <laughs> CBD infused, yeah, right? Yeah. And of course, some of the people are like, is there THC? Like, you know, we have all those comments because everyone has said funny person about and has to make jokes about sex but yes i ordered lube for me and for my 19 year old daughter that's that's unique i'm so proud of myself (laughs) that is super unique all right so I didn't realize we were going to start out on vibrators, just oh, for vibrators the record. And lube. <laughs> and lube. But with that said, like, you know, I'm a single guy. So it's like, hey, that's cool. Let's let's talk about that. But then if if I was going to get into a relationship and the girl's like, hey, I have all these toys or, or even a toy, then all of a sudden I'm like, well, what is it? And what does it do? And how big is it? And like, then it becomes like intimidating. Competition. <laughs> yeah, it's co- exactly yes. right. It's competition. Yes. It's like, I don't know yeah. if I can compete with something with batteries or a plug right. even, <laughs> you know, like it doesn't matter yeah. how good I am. Right. So yes. then as a male or a female, cause I mean, guys have their thing too, right? How do you, how do you navigate those waters to really come to terms with one another and, and be okay with that? Look, I think it's like same as it ever was. Like everything gets to be discussed. Maybe like not in the moment. Like if all of a sudden you're competing with her large vibrator. <laughs> like you yeah, see her toy, you're concerned about her toy. You're wondering, like you're all of a sudden measuring, you know, measuring yourself. Yeah, exactly. But like in that moment, probably not the sexiest time to have that combo. But another time you're like, look, I have to fast something, right? When I saw that, I got worried. And, and look, you're human will be able to have that conversation or it'll be a funny, awkward conversation because you're going to find out that if you're at a level three in the awkward scale where five is fucking fully flying and free, (laughs) uh, more than likely your human might be two or might be a four and will it's like, come play, don't worry about it. You know, one is inanimate and one there's (laughs) feelings involved, right? Even though if I've named him, he's really not. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's like a fake person though. 
It's right. almost real. Right. But the, look, the fun of the scale, right, and really trying to just get honest about where you are in your awkwardness about sex, you know, it was fun. It's fun to go, like, even just inventing the scale where you'd have to admit, like, all right, I don't just ask for what I want. It comes out in, like, fucking baby talk. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't <laughs> right. just say it. I yeah. can't like just I make noises to advise what I want. Like it's it's pretty impressive how unimpressive we are. Yeah, as a absolutely. species. Well, that's the whole thing. It's like, you know, when you meet somebody new in particular, I mean, I know a lot of people are in relationships and that's a challenge itself. But when you meet somebody new, how do you tell them like, hey, here's what I like or here's what I've done or here's here's a fantasy of mine without seeming like you're just an outlandish sex freak and you're like over the top. Like, how, how do you feel comfortable about yourself when you're just being honest? Yeah, look, I think it's the more intimate you are and honest you are, the more the other person's going to be or you're going to be able to tell where they're not, right? So yeah. you are like charging yourself with having those conversations. Like, pick what date, right? Like, it's going to be a little later down. You're already playing. You're already fun. It's already hot. Yeah. And now you're like, when do you want to have? You want to have a conversation. You want to share most intimate, most embarrassing moments, like start curating the date, like really go like most embarrassing moment, most embarrassing sexual moment, like fast, right? And really so so like, you actually have like, this is my most embarrassing moment yeah, with like the person really you're trying to get in bed? Yes, like in the intimate moments, right? You're already like hot for each other. It's already fun. You want to get to know each other even better. You need to start having some real conversation. You don't go with like what you'd like to see in the future versus what happened in the past. And you could do both. You could go, you could definitely share dreams and fantasies, right? You want to have a night like this? You want to talk about this? What's your fantasy? Right? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, that's super hot on top of everything, but it's. Yes, isn't that a romantic dinner? Right? Yeah. It's like, let's have, let's talk. You want to share? Let's share these. What do you want to know? <laughs> right. That's, that's nobody's going to be eating at that dinner. Um, <laughs> it's going to be a little awkward. All right. We talk about having a hard conversation when you have a problem. Do you design a conversation about how I'm going to go into this sex talk so that I'm not scaring the other person or or intimidating them or whatever the case may be? Yeah. Look, I mean, it's, you're, it's not unlike necessarily date two right? If you're looking for love and really seeing if you guys are compatible. But it is like date four or five, right? When you're starting to see if they're a booner, right? Yeah. And they just want to be coddled and hugs and held hands. And that is so, you're a hair grabber, <laughs> right? right? Yeah, There's like, exactly. you're gonna, like, you want to know that stuff. You really so, want to know. So then you just, you you plan it out and you just you go right into it then. Yeah, it's well, you're having a dinner. You're like, you want to have a fun conversation tonight? You want to have like a deep conversation? Let's have, ask anything. Truth or dare? Like, I don't know. You're like playing. Yeah, what, what if that like, and th this is like that inner dialogue I'm having. It's like, go if ahead. I come out and tell somebody I've I've recently started seeing my, either my fantasies or my past or what I'd like to do or what I do, I don't want to scare them off. But at the same time, I'm trying to be honest with them. So is there an approach to take other than just straight up honesty? You, you I always love when people ask this question because like <laughs> you answered it in your question, right? Like you really did. You're like, how do I have a hard conversation? It's, ha you know, and, and I don't want to, you know, it's new and we're just getting to know each other and I don't want to scare her away and I blah, 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 right? And you're like, oh, just say all that. 
Oh, all right. So just be right. awkward right from the very beginning and it's, just get it out there. It's like hard conversations. Right? Yeah. It's it start with your the context of why you're having it, right? So why you're having it is like, I really like you. Don't know where this is headed. Hope it's heading this way. I feel connected to you. I feel attracted to you. It feels the same. Kiss things hot. Like thought we should like hear what else your dreams are right in the area of like fun and romance and sex right yeah. and i don't want to scare you away but like we should talk because i want to see that if your dreams and mine intersect right because if i like things a little hot and, and harder and louder and you're a uh, like sweet cuddle no fucking way yeah yeah right well, you're was... a not chatty in bed person right well, then you're like oh we should know this are you open to like being chattier if that was important to me Right. And and she or he would go like, no, not even a little. And then you're seeing yeah. whether that really fucking matters. Well, and but then what if it goes the other way? And you're like, hey, I've had a lot of partners. And they're like, well, if you think that's a lot, wait till you hear my number. And you're like, holy shit, that's a lot of people you've slept with. It could be like a deal breaker right there. So it is kind of awkward. And the truth could end everything. And shouldn't it? If it should, it should, I guess. I mean, if it's really that important to you, of course. It, look, if it, if you were like out to like, you know, she's got to be in like the five number, ten number, right? And that would just kill you if it were fifty, right? Yeah. Then that is a deal breaker, and you should know it sooner than later. If it is a deal breaker for you, if it turns out she's like, oh yeah, well, high school was an interesting time for me. <laughs> right. Right. I lost a bunch of weight. I all of a sudden got hot. I grew some tits and I had a fucking blast. Since That's then awesome. I've slowed down. Like you'd want to like, wouldn't you want to know? Yeah. Like, and you'd have to believe like everybody else, your person is yours, right? So what you tell them, it can't scare them the fuck away or they're not yours. Well, that, so, I love right? that. I mean, that's, that's such a good metaphor for a relationship anyway. Yeah. So it just works. Okay, so then let's shift that. And let's say you're in a marriage or a relationship that's been going on and you've never exposed this side of yourself to the other person. How does that come out? Because that seems like it's going to be a little more awkward because you've been together for a while. So what do you say? You've been together for a while, but you've been lying about some, exactly. some stuff that you really exactly. like. Exactly. Like, hey, I just... You watched much more porn than she ever knew. <laughs> exactly. And... Exactly. Or yeah, the other way around, maybe she has toys and other stuff, or maybe she watches porn and, you know, there's this whole undercover thing going on and you want to expose it. So how do you do that? Look, there's parts of understanding that if you're lying, right, and in Handel method, lying is omission, right? Of course, like, yeah. You know, she never asked. She never asked whether I watch porn, Marty. Is that a lie? And the answer is yes. So there's a couple of rules of thumb, right? If you've got secrets, guess what she or he has? Yeah, tons. Secrets, okay? <laughs> it's, ne it's never like birds of a feather don't flock together, right? If you've got secrets, they have secrets. Of it's course. just how it works. You, you would never know they have secrets because you're too busy managing your own. That right? totally makes you sense. You would go like, you don't sound like, you sounded like you fake orgasm, but you wouldn't go <laughs> question because you're managing your own pile over here of okay? course so yes. no one goes and questions if they don't want to get questioned okay so that's part one of like oh if you've got secrets so do they do you want to know theirs most likely you'll be like no but yeah because there is no such thing as true intimacy while you're managing lies you're not there 
right? So then even if sex is okay, it'd be so much better if you fucking outed your lies. And that's so, exactly what got you there, is you were lying about the whole thing. Yes, right? So there's there's ways to confess them, right? And knowing that some of them really may fuck the other person up, right? Except the not telling them, right? Like most of us walk around not telling secrets because we don't want to like hurt the other person's feelings, right? Like we really don't want to, we don't want to blow up our marriage or the relationship. And I can't possibly tell them X and Y because it'll blow it. And it's so mean of me. So I'm not going to tell them. And then you don't realize that it's actually or like the relationship is already built on a shitty foundation, right? That it's already not great, right? And that the not telling someone is actually meaner because you don't think they can handle the truth. And and really human beings are not as nice as we pretend to be. We're like, sure, you don't want to hurt that other person's feelings, but more than that, you don't want, like you just don't want, they don't, you don't want them to know that you're, over here or cheating somehow over here. So like, it's more protecting you than their feelings. Like, sure, their feelings are going to go get hurt, but it's more you don't want them to know the real you. Well, that makes sense. So then if you're in a relationship where maybe sex was there at one point and then it has gone away and deteriorated, how do you have that conversation? And I'm speaking from a little experience here. When one of my marriages, I've been married twice, there was there was sex and then it went away. And then every time I broached that subject, it was kind of like, yeah, it's just not going to happen. And then I became tolerant. So how do you have a conversation around that without offending or driving the other person crazy? Like you're a sex fiend, just trying to have some intimacy with them. Look, it's a, it's a real conversation. Pretty much just like you said, right? It's, Hey, we've got to talk, right? It ends up needing to be a deal breaker for the person that it really is a deal breaker for, Yeah, right? Like, and it really is, I need promises. Just like if you're, whatever, your partner put on 30 pounds, right? And you understand she was pregnant, he lost his job and things were hard and COVID, you know what I mean? COVID 20. Yeah, right. And they put on all that weight, Right. And you're like not that attracted to them anymore. Right. You love them, but you don't want to fuck them anymore. Right. <laughs> right. It's, it really is a deal breaker. That person over there knows they put on the weight. They're going to do what it takes to get you to back away from the building. Most humans do. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it. I don't feel with the kids. I'm just, I'm not horny anymore. I just don't like it. Like whatever they've got, they're going to excuse. But if it really, the truth is, right. Part of the, marriage contract really is intimacy and fun fucking right like it used to be fun what's up what aren't you saying to me what happened Uh, yeah what happened happened? what's up why don't you wanna let's go see somebody let's go talk to somebody because it's a deal breaker and most people really do just keep stepping over it stepping over it until somebody cheats or you know yeah, that well, and it's, that's interesting because, I mean, it, it's like two conversations. Like, like one is like, hey, you've put on some weight, but I still want to sleep with you. And like, there's like two different topics there. Like, hey, you're still attractive to me. Or is it, hey, I just want to have sex with you still. Or both. Yeah, look, and look, it's both. I really, you know, when we coach people in marriages, relationships that really, the, like, the, like the first thing we come after 
is that people not having sex because they just don't get that without that, it's just a fucking friendship or business relationship to raise children. Yeah, exactly. Period. Period. And then you're like, who signed up for that? Right? Nobody. So now you're in, how are you guys going to start liking each other again? And the only way, truly, to keep liking each other is to keep fucking. (laughs) And then how long? Like, even when you're, I I mean, I'm 50 now, but how long do I get to see myself having sex with somebody else my dad is 85 and he's still getting late <laughs> he's still going at it that's awesome still going I love at it. it still I love it. going at it so i really i think it's look but i have to put a promise in right like because a lot of the times you know we you know i'm gonna speak for all women even though obviously i can but i could like netflix is better <laughs> like you're like right. what i don't have to get late anymore like i'm not like i Am I horny anymore? Like, not really, right? Like, I'm 57. Do I really give a shit? Like, or could I just happily have a glass of wine and watch Netflix and snuggle with my husband and be, like, complete? And the answer is yes. And then you're like, is that a pass for him, for our marriage? And and the answer is no. No, that'll get us fine, right? But the truth is, the more we fuck, the more we like each other. The more I have a promise that I have to fuck my husband, uh, the more I have to figure out how to like him. Because in order to fuck him, I need to like him. I don't have the luxury. Like Lots of men have the luxury of like, you know, my husband doesn't have to really like me in order to fuck me. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. I need to like him. I need to like him. So that puts the, like all the accountability on me to make sure I like him in order to keep my sex promise 20, I don't even know, 27 years in. I don't even know how long we're married. It's yeah, a long time. Right. And so that that's the idea Then he would do the same, right? He doesn't even have to. It's my promise. He complies, obviously. <laughs> gotcha. Right. All right. So and then not, he'll, he'll hold me to it. He'll be like, it's already Saturday, yeah, it's right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Saturday he'll, again. He'll, he'll hold me to it. And then the wiser we women get, right, the earlier in the week we fuck them. <laughs> right? And, and I can't tell you, as like goofy as it is, I like if we have sex on like Monday or Tuesday, I'm like so much prouder of myself because I wasn't like an idiot that risked waiting till Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. You don't have to Wait, double who up. the fuck knows? Like, you don't know who's going to eat too much, who's going to not feel well. Like, I, I, like, putting my promise at, like, gambling like that yeah. is so human of me, but very lame of me. Well, and the truth is, it doesn't even matter. The more sex we have, the more I like it. It's not like we have sex and I go, wow, that was a bad idea. It's not yeah. that way at all. I'm like, wow, why did I not want to? Like, I'm still confused to this day yeah. of why my first response is, didn't we just? Right. Well, that's what I was going to say is like if if you're looking at at it from like a to-do list kind of a task you have to get done does that lose its intimacy at some point because you're just like doing it just to do it not because you actually care well look the answer is like that's one like option a is just do it to do it (laughs) right Right. but then that like it makes me an idiot for not having fun while doing it right like i could go to the gym i could go to the gym and just kind of you know what I mean? Look at my phone while yeah. walking on the treadmill, right? And not really do anything. That's again option A. What's gonna is it gonna make me proud? No. Is it gonna make my ass better? No. Right. So the level of who I wanna be when I get there or in bed is another question. 
I could either be, you know, an asshole about it or have a good time, right? It just fascinates, like, I don't take my no thank you, didn't we just do it all that seriously. I, I need a promise because otherwise I pass because I'm just a human. I'd rather say no to everything. I I'd mean, rather just email, right? I'm going to email and watch Netflix and drink wine, like it, left to my own devices. Of course. And, and I mean, I love it because it is, I think, a, a bigger problem in a lot of relationships than people want to admit. And it does seem like the people who are happy are having sex still, you know, the people who yeah. stay together. It's so basic in even this it's conversation. So basic. I, I was like, this is going to go for a while, but you're right. It, it's it's a shorter conversation because it's really like be honest and go for what you want and keep it going. Yes. And keep sharing. Right. And then, get, yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's it's really not that hard. Like I, human beings really wish we were that complicated. <laughs> Yeah, that's not complicated. It's like fucking fuck. It's like three promises is all it takes to keep me happy. And which of the ones that I want to drop out first? Exactly. Yeah, I know. And it's funny because I don't know how women are, but as guys, like you'll tell a, almost a complete stranger about your sex life as a guy, but you won't tell the woman you love or the whoever you're with, whatever your partner is. The, about your sex life because it's just weird. So it's just, it's strange yeah. that you'll tell a stranger something, but not the one you love. Yeah. No, we're such chickens. We're really chickens. And we really, our chickens think that, that you know, that we're mind readers and know what they'd say or what they won't say or what, like it already anticipates, right? Our chickens yeah. are psychic. They're Absolutely. not. <laughs> I know it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, Marty, thank you right. so much for this. This, like I said, we covered a lot of territory in a hurry, but that was awesome, and it's so straight up. It's great. <laughs> Is there a way anybody can get a hold of you if they want to see you or or reach out to you? Well, they should definitely go to handlegroup.com, and they should. There, we have a love, sex, and dating quiz. I think you've got a link to that. Would be yeah, I'll awesome. link that in the show notes for sure. Yeah. Yes, right. and then just hit us on interview.coach or Handel Group and find us. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Marty. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Holy Hell Ride. Don't forget to leave a review and follow us so you never miss an episode. And I'll catch you on the next Holy Hell Ride.